Thank you guys for tuning in to our Bible study. This is Bible study with Dr. Lewis. Today is August the 13th. Um, today, if I had the title today's talk, it would be Unshaken in the Storm, Trusting God Amidst the Trials. So welcome to our transformative gathering where we seek to find solace and strength amidst the trials and tribulation that life presents. Our focus today centers on the truth we often forget in the midst of our challenges. As Christians, the closer we draw to Christ and his blessings, the more intense the enemy targets us. But let us explore how we can stand firm even when the storm seems overwhelming. So I'm going to ask a question. Have you ever faced a situation where you felt attacked or defeated despite seeking to follow Christ? faithfully that's a question that i would like somebody to answer yes so with that man said um the more and more we draw closer to god the more and more the attacks of the enemy are, are present and it's important for us to remember that trials are inevitable part of our journey in james 1 verses 2 through 3, we read, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Our faith is refined through the fire of trials, much like gold. How have your past trials shaped your faith? I know for me, my um, trials that I've experienced in my life, um, some trials were harder than the others, but the ones that were the most difficult, um, I had no other choice but to trust God. So I was, my back was up against the wall and no one was there to help me. And I had to trust that even though no one physically can see me through this, but God could and he has. And looking back on those difficult times, I praise God now because in a moment it didn't feel like I would make it through. Some of the trials I felt like I was going to die. Like literally, I, I, I felt that broken. But through his faithfulness to me and all of us, he was able to see me through. And when I tell my story to people, some people like, oh my God, I don't know how you endure such things. And looking back, I'm like, yeah, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't. But having that faith to know, like, okay, so you all I got, God. This is riding on you. I'm, I'm handing it over to you. I'm put, throwing this at your feet and asking you to take hold because there's nothing I can do. Right? So when you encounter hardships, do you ever feel the temptation to turn away from God? What do you think this is a common... Why do you think that's a common response? Can somebody tell me? I think it's a common response because you can look at it and it seems like it's like whatever you're trying to do right, it, it wasn't enough. So you feel like you just feel down and like I'm not going to say well, maybe sometimes it does shake your faith, but 
it just makes you feel down and pleaded. The enemy's strategy is to exploit our moments of weakness and disappointment. Yet when we give in to discouragement, we unintentionally invite chaos into our lives. Instead of retreating, we must turn toward God, allowing him to be our refuge in the storm. Have you ever experienced a situation where drawing closer to God brought you comfort despite the challenges? I know for me it has. Um, that was the only comfort I experienced, knowing that when he gave me a confirmation, letting me know that it was going to be okay. That was the only comfort that I received in those heavy trials. What about you? Same here. Okay. I know I have, especially the last past couple weeks. Yeah, understandable. Understandable. How do you reconcile the idea of trusting God with the desire to have control over your circumstances? So I'm going to ask that again. How do you reconcile the idea of trusting God with the desire to have control over your circumstances? So what I'm asking is, um, I'll give you an example. For me, I've been so accustomed to trying to figure it out on my own and my own strength. And God is like, Tish, get out the way. Get out the way. This is for me to deal with, not you. So how do you trust God when you want to put your hands in it? When you want to take control. Resist the control and give it to God. Yeah. Yeah. Trusting God isn't just about placing our concerns in his hands. It's about surrendering our need for control. Somebody read Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 for me. Matter of fact, I'll read it. I'll read it. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 advises, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Can you recall a time when surrendering control led to unexpected blessings and outcomes? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I know I can. Yeah. You can? Okay. Okay. In what ways can we actively engage in the battle against the enemy while trusting God's ultimate um, leadership, his ultimate sovereignty? So what ways can we uh, actively uh, work in the fight against uh, the enemy while trusting God to do his job? Praise and worship. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trusting God doesn't mean we sit idle. It means we fight back with prayer, worship, and the word. Psalm 119.105 reminds us that that word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So that means we stay in our word, he going to direct the path for us. We can, um, how can we incorporate these practices in our life? help you combat the challenges you face? How can they help you fight the challenges you face right now if we incorporate that practice? By getting in our word. If we, mm-hmm. Go ahead. 
Yeah. If we incorporate those things into our life, how does it help us uh, fight during the challenges we face? I think it lets the devil know that we still recognize that we are uh, God's children. Like, even if we go into a storm. Mm -hmm. And that we trust in him anyhow. Yeah. It's setting the tone. It, it's setting the tone to let the enemy know that, yeah, you may be attacking, but in the end, my God going to prevail, and Jesus is still Lord, and that's who our faith remain in, okay? As we navigate life, let us be unshaken in the face of adversary, of our adversary, knowing that our trust in God is an act of worship. May we find inspiration in God's enduring love and sacrifice for us, and remember we're not alone. Remember that you have a community of friends, people, your Christian friends that you can, um, that will help support you during this journey and your storms too. Because sometimes I need, personally, I need reassurance from uh, my Christian friends and family. Look, girl, you got this. Look, keep pushing. Come on, let's get in this word together. Let's study. Let's let's connect with one another. Let's, you know, uplift each other. Because you can't pull from an empty cup. And when I say that, that means how can we support each other during this Christian journey if we are not being filled up? So it takes us to fill up each other. Because life is not easy. It's not easy. And, and we go through different challenges. And, and some challenges are so severe um, that it could be a life and death situation. You know, I've had people contemplate suicide and be like, look, I don't know no other way out. I'm about to just take, yeah, I'm about to end it all because this this not working. You know, and it's in times like that where we need to support one another. And sometimes we find that people are not vocal really about their feelings as well. Like before this walk, this Christian walk that I committed to, I wasn't one of the people that would tell really how I'm feeling in a safe space, whether that be with someone that I trust, friends that I trust, family that I trust, or whether that be with a complete stranger or somebody that I may associate with. Um, I hadn't been open and transparent about how things make me feel. So sometimes uh, my Christian family, they didn't know how to respond to me. They didn't know what I was in need of. So that's a um, a spirit of arrogance too. because And it's a spirit, a spirit of pride because a prideful person it will never get ahead because you don't, you're not being open to receive and you're not, you're not exposing who you really are. You know, what your, your situations are. And a lot of people... Um, can't relate to a prideful person. If I had, if I continue to walk with the prideful spirit and not uh, show my vulnerability, being transparent with you guys about how difficult this walk has been for me, why would you trust anything that I'm telling you? You wouldn't. Why would you believe that 
anything that I'm saying makes any sense, you more than likely you wouldn't because it's unrelatable and you're not surrendering. So if you practice that in the flesh, not surrendering with fellow believers, we already know you're not surrendering to God in that same way. But I understand where it comes from because, of course, I was the person with pride. Um, it comes from hurt, people hurting us, um, church hurt as well. Um, people that we uh, could say that we would tell anybody, no, they would never do this to me. They would never, and they would break yeah our hearts into pieces, and that develops a we build up a wall where we don't let people in. So, but that's the enemy's trick to keep us separated and to keep discourse in our lives and to not trust the Christian community, you know? So it's our job as believers to be able to love one another and to be a, be a blessing of one another. And that blessing could just be a listening ear, you know, because trials and tribulations are going to come regardless. And because we study to show ourselves approved the way that we do, the enemy hates that. He hates that. So don't be surprised. Uh, something may annoy you later today just because of your commitment to God to take the time to surrender to him today to study his word. But how do we fight against his attacks? We get in his word again and give speak to that thing. Speak to that enemy. Uh-uh, because God says this he will he will direct my path. God says he he is the provider. And I'm trusting him. So when when things and circumstances strike us, we have to commit to giving praise and getting our word. That's going to be the best thing for us. Because otherwise, if we don't we open the door to depression, anxiety, high blood pressure, all of these negative things that was not designed by God. No ailment, no sickness, stress-related, any of those uh, illnesses, That's none of that is not of God. So e even if we've um, already developed those things because of our past traumas, that's something that we need to pray over one another. We need to take your hand and pray over yourself. Anoint yourself. God, I am healed and delivered from blah, blah, blah. I am healed and delivered from anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke anything that the enemy has to destroy my path and destroy who I am as a Christian. I draw close to the God during those difficult times because this walk is not easy okay it is not easy um i want you guys to read a few scriptures that i have in the notes um i want you guys to read psalm 147 verse 10 and 11 if you have it just go there 47. Let me go to it. You want somebody to read it? Yes. 
Okay. He delighteth not in the strength of the horse, taketh not pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him, in those that hope in his mercy. Amen. Amen. So with that being said, <laughs> that goes back to what we was talking about trying to have control over the situation um he doesn't delight in, in us trying to figure it out for ourselves that's not his intentions for us our his intentions are for us to rely on him for everything to go to him for everything here's a reality that i think we forget that god knows every the number of hair on our entire body he knows everything about us so even those little quirky little things that you may not want to share those vices anything he knows us he created us so he wants us to leave all of that stuff alone with your thoughts oh i could do this or this and this and that to solve a problem he wants us to go to him i'm currently um, debating on a situation, a personal situation that I'm um, going through. And I want to put my hands in it so bad. And I've asked God, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Twice he's taken to me, taking me to the scriptures. And the scriptures um, in layman's terms has told me to be still. Wait. Wait. And I want to put my hands in it so bad. But the mere fact that he told me this twice, I, I better listen. I better listen. Because if I go and put my hands in it, oh, I'm going to make it a mess. And then be crying about asking God to get me out of it. So right now, I'm in a season where I have to continuously trust him as well. So when, I, when we um, have these studies, it, don't, it doesn't only bless you guys, it bless me as well because a lot of the situations I'm going through as well, okay? But I, I want you guys to know that you're not alone. You're not alone. And, and sometimes our families, people that we associate with, make our situation seem like, Oh my gosh. Oh, if I was you, I would do this. If I was you, I would do that. Or oh, that is so nobody is sitting there. When people do that, they don't tell you what they're going through and what they're battling internally. But they're gonna make your situation look like the worst situation on the man. When that's a complete lie. And everybody could tell you how to solve a problem, but they can't fix their own. They can tell you what to do in, in, in your situation, but they, they don't see what they need to fix in their own lives. So my advice to um, everybody here is that trust God. Trust God. And uh, know that he has the final say in everything. Even when we go to our godly friends and we may, you know, need some pouring into it, we may share, you know, what we're going through. Um, their job is just to encourage you. And they're not supposed to give you advice unless God told them to. And if God told them to give you advice, 
you would know it would be confirmation all over it. You you'll have confirmations uh, like multiple. Okay? So don't feel like you have to share every detail if God didn't tell you to. There's some people that um share things with me. I'm I'm making a commitment to not be judgmental because I don't want anybody to be judgmental with me. But if I give you advice, I want it to be straight from God. I don't want to put my own spin on it. Because if something goes wrong with what I put, what I said to you from my flesh and it goes wrong, you're going to be upset with me. I don't want that. So my job is to uplift and encourage that you'll get through it and point you to that word. And of course, if God gave me a message for you to deliver that message, okay? But be mindful that um, during a storm is when you are tested the most, but it builds up strength. It builds your strength in Christ. It really does because just if you look back on the things that you've gone through and you see that you made it through, what will make this situation any different? Nothing is too hard for God. I, I I remember my grandmother used to say that all the time as a kid. And I'd be like, what does she mean by that? Now as an adult, I very well understand what that means. Nothing is too hard for him. And sometimes things may not go the way we planned it to or, you know, it, there there might be feelings of disappointment. That's absolutely fine. Because guess what? Sometimes that means God has something better in store. And that's just to build up, build up your strength in him, to trust him no matter what. No matter what. I know people that are going through situations where they may be homeless tomorrow. But today, they trust in God to see them through. They're not worried about tomorrow. They're worried about today. And the word tells us that. Don't worry about what we should eat tomorrow. We need to be concerned with right now. So, I just want to encourage everybody here and remind you guys that God hears us. God knows, he knows our circumstances. And there's nothing he cannot do for us. But we have to surrender it to him. And sometimes we'll mess it up and be like, God, I know I messed up, but can you please help me? And sometimes he grant grace. And sometimes there's disappointment, but there's a lesson to be learned. Think about this. From every trial that you've experienced in your life, there's a blessing somewhere in it. And the blessing can very well be that I grew closer to God. I know there's a point in time in my life where I had a, an amazing relationship with my dad, right? My dad has passed away. And my faith and trust was just in my dad. Like, yeah, I love God, but I knew if anything went wrong, my dad would make sure everything is okay. Uh-uh. God said put no one before him. Now that my God has, I mean, my dad has passed away, my God have to be paramount. But he should have been paramount in the beginning. 
because I wouldn't have been there. I fell into depression. I didn't know how to, I felt like I didn't even know how to move without the guidance or, uh, of him. I used to call my dad's voicemail and just to hear his voice to listen and be like, dang, I wish I could ask him a question. But during that time, as years went on, the blessing was that now I depend on God, not man. Because man would lead us astray. Well, man would leave us physically. Then what? Then you we left out here to fend for ourselves. So I, I the blessing for me is that I lean I lean to God first. Now, but I couldn't say that years back. Okay, so make sure that you are remembering Christ and putting Him first. I'm going to read a scripture from Daniel 3, chapter 3, verse 16. Yeah. This uh, this is a story about when Daniel was in the lion's den during that time. Do you Can you imagine what type of faith he had to have to know you, you in a lion's den? So it's um, 3... 16 and 17. Let's see. It says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are, hold on, hold on, sorry. Wrong one. Wrong one. I apologize. Hold on. 316. Yes. We are not careful to answer thee in this manner. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning, burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. So, even when he was in, they were in a fiery furnace, a blazing fiery furnace, they still trusted God that he would deliver them. So think about that. When the heat is on, <laughs> when the heat is on, You, we looking at the heat. Are we looking at God? Are we looking towards God? We just looking at the heat. But right then and there, they wasn't concerned. Because they knew God would deliver them. They knew God would deliver them from the fiery furnace. Okay. So somebody read Samuel 12 for me I'm gonna go to it okay first Samuel 12 and 16 and I said the lions then I was talking about the fiery furnace please forgive me Okay, all right. Okay, so is it Samuel 1 Samuel? Yes, 1. And then it's chapter 12, verse 16. Okay. Now, therefore, stand still and see this great thing that the Lord 
over. Okay. Now, therefore, stand still and see this great thing that the Lord will do before your eyes. Mm-hmm. So wait. Wait on him. Wait and let him do what he's supposed to do. What he said he would do. So that's that's a scripture for me that I need that. I'm going to highlight that one right there for me as a reminder. That's a really good one. Um, I'm going to read Genesis 15, 1 through 6. I want y'all to, and I'm going to close out with this one. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus? And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. So here's a point that I'm making about that scripture. It's so interesting. We will have expectations for ourselves and we think that's how it's going to be. But God's expectations are always greater than ours. As we see in this scripture right here, he said, oh, I only have one child right now. God told him, look to the stars. If you can count it, that's how many you have. He was able to see that in his lifetime. So the beauty in um, how God loves us, we couldn't think of an amount of blessings that he has in store that he wants to pour on us. Okay, We'll just look at what we currently have and be like, well, this is all I got. This is all I got. This is all I got. And he's like, I have so much more in store for for you. But you're you're limiting me because of your thinking. So that means we have to change our mindset to know like, okay, his thoughts aren't our thoughts. And we have to trust God with whatever he has. So what we should what he should be saying, if this if we were in those times, he should be saying, Well, whatever God blessed me with, the amount of children that he blessed me with i'm willing to receive i'm open to receive i don't have a number for that but that was a lesson for me because i used to limit myself to say oh i'm going to make this particular amount of money this particular amount of money limiting god completely limiting him limiting him because he could very well had me make double that amount So that's something that we, it's just an everyday practice. We have to trust him during the trials, during the okay times. 
we have to surrender it to him and understand his thoughts are not our thoughts for us. Okay, and, and no matter what we going through, is nothing is too hard for him. So I y'all have any questions about what we talked about today? Cause this is No, that was confirmation. Excellent, excellent. I'm glad it was confirmation because the, Go ahead, Janae. And the same for me because it's been times where I had like worry and like um overthinking and stuff like that and I would sit down and just say a prayer to myself mm. and it's like a calm will come over me. See? Right afterwards, yeah. Glory to God for that. Glory to God for that. And that calm coming over you, that's God's confirmation that I got it. I got it, you know? I, I'm, I've been one of his stubborn children, but by God, he is helping me with this. Because I am one of those people that got to put my hands in it. In my own might, trying to figure something out, trying to make two plus two, make four on my own, not trusting God to do it. So let this week, let us practice putting, laying at God's feet. Praying, getting in our word, praising him for his deliverance from these circumstances, and allowing him to be God. He already sacrificed his son for us. He already did all the hard work. We don't have to do that. All we have to do is surrender. We got the easiest job, but our flesh make it so difficult. Our flesh make it so difficult. And by his grace and mercy, he still grant favor with us. Because he's like, you know what? My child going to get it together one day. And as a parent, we've done that with our own kids. Like, look at them making a mess. But we still trust God that, you know what? They going to figure it out. They going to, yeah, we, I'm surrendering this to God. Same thing with our children is the same way I'm sure God feels about us. So this week, let us um, focus our energy on letting God lead lead us in every way. And I pray that um, this week is a blessed week for you guys and that you gain something from today and that you're able to be doers and not just hearers of his word. Because y'all are mighty force to be reckoned with. Because God lives in us. And y'all are so powerful. And y'all just some dope individuals. Y'all really are. Y'all really are. So, um, I'm going to just close us out in prayer. All right. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today, God. Thanking you for this time to study your word today, God. Thank you, God, for where you have us at at the present moment. Whether that be good or bad, we know that it is to build us up in you, God. Thanking you for giving us understanding of trust, God, that trust in you. Thanking you, God, for your discernment that you've given us, God, to, uh, to be able to determine what is of you and what isn't, God. We thank you for the lives 
that we are able to impact by sharing your word, God. We ask that you will protect us during the week, protect our seed, that it will not come back tainted by any outside force, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Y'all have a good week. You too. Right, you too. Bye. Hi, bye-bye.